You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, A.J. Andrews of jaystrandcouch.com, and this episode is brought to you by Bill Bar. Bill Bar is the best-tasting protein bar ever. I know this because I've eaten some of them, and they're really good. They have 18 different flavors you can choose from, from classics like banana bread, orange, and mint brownie, to new ones like cookies and cream, lemon almond cheesecake, and apple almond crisp. And they're all coated in 100% chocolate. They're soft. They're easy to chew. They melt in your mouth. They're freaking great. Um, And they're healthy. So they help you lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. You don't have to go get like a Kit Kat. You can just have a Built Bar and feel a lot better. Because there's like um, anywhere from 17 to 19 grams of protein and under 200 calories. And just like 5 grams of sugar. 5 grams of net carbs. So that's pretty good. And right now, if you go to BuiltBar.com, use that promo code Locked On, you'll get 20% off your next order. That's that's really good. So use that promo code Locked On for 20% off BuiltBar.com and get some Built Bars into your mouth. See, so yeah, we're already we're already more lighthearted on this episode. This is the final one that I'm recording before I sojourn off into northern nova scotia in the land of satellite internet that doesn't really work and that they're supposed to be putting out there as part of this whole infrastructure plan to create jobs so you know maybe then my parents will actually figure out how to use facetime instead of just calling on the landline maybe we'll see anyway i did want to do something a little more lighthearted. Um, and thanks to Ian Hunter, who many of y'all know from Twitter, at Hunter, I have something to be a little more lighthearted about. Um, so, for thedailyhive.com, uh, specifically their Vancouver uh, site, on Thursday, Hunter posted about the 28 Blue Jays players that have only appeared in one game. For the franchise. And I thought it would be fun to just go over them. And see how many I could actually get. Or remember. Or. Um, you know. Actually be able to piece together. Um, so I figured we'd do that. So shout out to Ian. For doing all the research on this. Greatly appreciated dude. Um, so Ian was inspired by the. By the whole name of random insert team name here player and the blue jays did it and i i knew right off the bat like one the one i was gonna say to like you know show off my cred (laughs) at least for enduring the years post playoffs i know ian parmley is one of them because he got in that like one game after being called up from buffalo and then got sent right back down and then i'm pretty sure buck Coates is another so I, I think I hit 40% of the position players that Ian has listed. So I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that as a win. Hopefully. I uh, 
full disclosure, I'm scrolling down through the article as we speak just to try and make sure I'm doing this as fairly as possible. I mean, y'all know, I'm, I'm serious about this. I'm trying for Jeopardy and all, so... All right, who does Ian have as position players? Um, oh, I guess both of them actually got in more than one game. Wow, I was zero for five. I am sorry. Um, let's see. Uh, former catcher Robinson Diaz, who was traded for Jose Bautista. So one game of Robinson Diaz for like how many freaking home runs? Did Bautista hit? Off the top of my head, I don't have the number, but... Well, I do have the internet. I can look. But still, gotta be one of the most lopsided trades ever. I mean... Bautista ended up hitting 288 home runs for the Blue Jays. In in his time with the team. For one game of Robinson Diaz. That is... (laughs) That is amazing. He, he did get in more for Pittsburgh. He got in 43 games for Pittsburgh over two seasons. Actually batted 289. Just could not stick. Um, let's see who we got in here. Mike Nikias, who uh, people might remember as a throw-in in the R.A. Dickey deal with the Mets. I believe um, I believe they got both Tolly. Josh Tolley and Mike Nikias just to try and figure out who was going to be the catcher for uh, for Dickey once he came over. Josh Tolley ended up winning that job, and Mike Nikias never played in the majors again. Sorry to say, Nikias didn't even get a, a plate appearance in his his uh, his one game with the Blue Jays. He. He was a he was a defensive sub. Came in, caught one inning. A loss against the Angels. Alright. Um Andy LaRoche, aka Adam's brother, if I remember correctly. Um yeah, I do not remember the Andy LaRoche era, but um one game went 0 for 4 with a strikeout while playing third base for Toronto. Good on him. Uh, Cole Gillespie in 2014. I believe I remember that name. He was um, he was with the Giants and and had a little bit of run, and then resurfaced with the Marlins. But uh, in that time, in 2014, he got in one game in right field, 0 for 3. Not seeing a lot of, like, stellar performances in these lists. Um, And then the final one from last season, that that wonderful season that it was, Bo Taylor, the the former Oakland catcher, who I do, I do remember Bo. I do remember he got he got in that one game and then went right back to Oakland. It was in like September. Yeah, and I'm like, why do we use a waiver spot on Bo Taylor? I believe I've talked about him on this podcast. Um, yeah, the career 118 hitter actually did play this season for Cleveland. He was their third catcher. Got in seven games. Uh, batted 048 this season. 
So not great, but at least Bo's still hanging in there. So good on him. And then there are, there are a lot of pitchers, 23 pitchers. I'm going to I'm going to attempt to see if I can think of any who might have just been in one game for the Blue Jays. Um I'll have to take my built bar and, and try and cram a little bit. But maybe I'll just, you know, have some brain food delivered to me instead by Postmates. Postmates, your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. Um, whether you need wine at 4 p.m., wine at 9 p.m., wine at 8 a.m., and then wine for lunch. Postmates can deliver it, especially if you've been watching Houston. Um, they're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. They're expanding into Toronto and Vancouver, and they offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery and convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could want or need 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. They will bring you what you need within the hour. Don't have to go to the store. Don't even have to know where it is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. Download that app on iPhone or Android for free. You can browse local restaurants and businesses, track your delivery in real time. And for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. So to start your free deliveries, download the app, use the code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. So anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with that code Locked on. You are locked on Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right. So we got a lot of pictures here. I'm going to try. I'm, I don't have many guesses. I'll be honest. Um, my thoughts are guys like Lucas Harrell. Um, Shen Ming Wong, I think, got in multiple games. For the Blue Jays. Um, shoot, I'm trying to think of who else they might have cycled up from Buffalo. It's hard. You know what? I'm, I'm not going to waste y'all's time. We got 23 names to go through. I'm going to do that right quick. So, we'll see how far they go back. Um... Mike Darr in 1977. See, like the, I remember the the Padres had, had an outfield prospect. I don't know if he would have been related or not, but he's the one who um who died in the in the car accident for while well, with the Padres. I think I think it is his yeah. Um. Yeah, his dad only got into one game for the Blue Jays, while his son. Um, was killed in that rollover crash in in 2002. So that's a bit sad. I I intended this to be a little more lighthearted, but um, that's a that's a bad one right off the off the bat. I apologize. Um, see, Steve Grilly. Okay, that's got to be Jason's dad, which would make him appearing for the Blue Jays those years pretty prophetic. Um, yes, indeed. Father of Jason Grilly. All right. We're, we're exploring those connections now, aren't we? Just the, the whole, um, let's get a bunch of sons of baseball players into the organization thing. 
didn't realize it went that deep. Um, Steve Luber, also in 1979, no idea who he is. Nino Espinoza, 1981, nope. Rick Lucan. In 1990, I I have no idea who that is. Aaron Small in 1994. I do remember Aaron Small as a reliever for Oakland um, back when I, I first started getting into baseball. Um, Small was a part of that Oakland bullpen um, that eventually evolved into the Moneyball bullpen. But, um, yeah, and then he, he had that weird year... Uh, in 2005 for the Yankees where he went like 10 and 0 in 15 games started like nine of them. I don't know if he was, he was the protogenitor of the opener movement or whatever, but started his career with two innings for the Blue Jays in 94, um, before starting to bounce around as he did. Uh, they traded him to Florida soon after. So that was the one game. Actually, yeah, now that I think about it, I'm, I was thinking Matt Boyd might be on this list, but he only, he, he had more than one game. Uh, Shannon Witham in 1998. I have never heard of that person. Um, yeah, that was his, that was his one shot, uh, with those 1998 Blue Jays. Had one run in three innings, so I guess that's not a bad line if that's, all you got for your career. Gary Glover in 1999. I think I remember that deal. That I think he came over from Milwaukee. Or, or went, went to Milwaukee. Definitely did pitch for Milwaukee. Because I remember that. Um, but yeah. Got in one game in 1999. And then... Was traded in the Scott Schoenweiss deal uh, to the Angels. That got him to the White Sox. Toronto traded him to the White Sox for Scott Air. All right, there we go. Scott Air makes sense, I guess. Eric Ludwig in 1999. Don't know him. Lee Gronkiewicz in 2007. Dear Lord. I, um, I have no idea... Such a name even existed in the annals of Major League history. But, yep, uh, pitched four innings in a game, gave up one run. Not bad, but a fielding independent pitching of 699. It's not nice. Although, how appropriate, Gronk has a 60, 69 stat on his page. That is weird. Um, Randy Wells in 2008. I think I remember Randy Wells. Um, yeah, bounced around a little bit, went to the Cubs, um, and actually did have a few productive years as a starter with the Cubs, but only had the one game in Toronto. He was a rule five pick and then got sent back. So just shows that those rule five picks don't only, don't always work out for the Blue Jays, but um, Chicago was able to get used out of him. PJ Walters in 2011. I'm pretty sure I remember him as like a minor league signee from Cleveland who was just bounced up and bounced back down. Justin Germano in 2013. I I do remember him. He was like the um, he was like the former Tigers 
um, reliever who had who had a decent decent career. Or no, sorry, Padres, former Padres. Who am I mixing him up then? Maybe maybe just uh, Franklin Germain. Um, but yeah, did not perform well in one inning in 2013. Was out of baseball right after. Um, Andrew Albers in 2015, I know him, he's the Canadian. Um, Dustin Antolin in 2016, I believe I remember him. He went, he went overseas right after, I think, because he got in that one game, uh, with Toronto. It was not a great performance in 2016, gave up a home run in two wings of work against Tampa Bay. Came in after a very abbreviated J-Hop start and uh, gave up a home run to Kurt Casale. That's bad. That, that's not a guy you can be giving up home runs to. Um, but yeah, no, and Antolin's bounced around a bit. Last pitch in the Atlantic League in 2018. Scott Diamond... Of course, the Canadian, the former twin starter, got in that one game for Toronto. And, yeah, that that was going to be it for him. Taylor Cole in 2017. Uh, you, you'd think that's, uh, that's a little more in the wheelhouse, but Taylor Cole. Um, oof. Yeah, four runs in an inning. In 2017, before moving to the Angels. Um, underwent shoulder surgery, so... Out for a little bit, but he's sticking around... Um, in Los Angeles, I guess, so... Good on him. Brandon Compton, in 2018. I forgot he was... He was, um... He was an Atlantic League signing. Came up and, and didn't do well. And I, um... Oh, that means our boy Mike's on this as well. No, he got he got multiple games. Um, but yeah, I I know because he um, Compton came up same time. Um, I'm I'm blanking on his name. Um, like I said, I know his first name was Mike. I'll I'll just find him. Hostchild. Mike Hosschild. He came up the same time as him because that was that was when the Blue Jays were like absolutely desperate for anyone they could get. Um, and then yeah, Compton made that one appearance and drifted back off. Um, yeah, actually went uh, went independent as well. Pitched in Winnipeg this season, so good for good for him. Manages managing to stay above the border. Uh, let's see. And then Ryan Dull. Remember his brief, brief stint late with the Blue Jays last year? Not missing him. Jimmy Cordero. Guy can touch 100, but can't determine where it's going. And then Yancy Diaz, Travis Bergen, Hector Perez. Diaz Perez obviously have a chance to get into more games with the Blue Jays. Bergen got the one game and then was dealt off. So... That's a pretty insane list. Um, kudos to Ian Hunter again for putting that together. Um, and I hope you all enjoyed this walk through memory lane on 
what I'm assuming is a Saturday uh, when I'm posting this. By then, I'll be, you know, buried in the woods. So uh, that will do it for me until Monday at the earliest. So just a reminder, if you're not subscribed to this podcast, you can do so on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts, you can find Locked On Blue Jays and make sure you don't miss an episode. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Locked On Jays. And you can follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews, the underscore. So there, because Twitter is dumb. And after recording three episodes in a row, I'm pretty tired. My voice is pretty shot. So I'm just going to end it here. So thank y'all for going on that trip down memory lane with me. Appreciate it. Appreciate y'all. And we'll do this again soon. So for everyone at the Lockdown Podcast Network and everyone at jasonthecouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And y'all take care.